So hello, everybody. It is day nine or the ninth devotional we've committed to Passover, Pascha, in preparation for Passover weekend starting tomorrow with Good Friday and then, of course, Resurrection Sunday. As far as Father's House is concerned, we will be hosting Good Friday services at all our churches and online, except in Cape Town. And we will host Resurrection Sunday services at all our churches, including Cape Town, only a morning service, no evening service here in Mandela Bay. So come along. It's nine o'clock and you will absolutely love it. And if you can't get to a site uh, or a church, just log on. It'll be awesome. And um, looking forward to being able to share that with you. Good morning, uh, um, uh, Ronald in China uh, this morning. Nice to see you. So we've been navigating a preparation of our hearts towards what Passover looks like. And today, having said eight days worth of what the Lord has done, the psalmist prompts us on a very important relationship reality. It's in Psalm 116, verse 12 through 14. It says this, What shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. And I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all the people. There is a really powerful and significant moment here, and it's just one day devoted to the singular idea. If these things are true that the Lord has done for me, then what is appropriate and necessary um, for me to do in response out of gratitude? And the psalmist reminds us that God is good, and if God is good, it should not leave us where it found us, but leave us prompted towards some sort of a response. And it's at this point that I guess we separate the sheep from the goats. Hey? Because I, I suppose we could all witness something and say, well, that's good, and walk away, or witness something and go, well, that's good, and follow along. And some people, they get to this moment of recognizing that God is good and perhaps faith or religion is good and there's good things in the Bible and God was good Jesus was a good guy and all those lovely neighborly principles about how we should love our enemies and be good to people. It's all good. But following does something else, requires something else of us. And today, I wanted to remind you that these things should provoke in us a response. And there are a couple of things that we should do when it comes to responding to God's goodness. And I think that it speaks to uh, our maturity in recognizing all the amazing things that faith does for us. The first is let him rewire you. Let him rewire you. You know, I used to often say of myself, I'm just like that. I'm built that way. It's my personality. It's my, the way I'm wired. Be careful of that. Uh, wiring is this ongoing process. God is renewing our minds. And if we consider our minds a combination of the way we are wired, then he is renewing, renewing our minds and transforming them uh, by the Spirit so that we might know and live out the will of God. And no personality is unable to follow God. No personality. No background is unable to follow God. No injury is unable to be healed that would prevent you from following God. You are constantly being rewired. So one of my responses is not to be static. God is living and I should not be static. I should be moldable. That's sort of the responsiveness of our relationship with God. I, I shouldn't be static. Some Christians are just too uh, uh, um, stubborn and they think that's being immovable. 
That being immovable is on biblical principles. It should be immovable on biblical principles. We should be stubborn on, on personal growth. And so we surrender. When we get to the cross, we just surrender. We say, Lord, rewire me. And I think that's an appropriate and necessary response. The second appropriate and necessary response is to rest in the Lord. And what that really means is the search is over. You're not being looked for by a heavenly deity, and you need no longer look for uh, your life's anchor. Christ is the anchor. And I think that's an appropriate response, is to, is to settle in my heart that uh, I'm at rest now concerning my maker and concerning my journey and the path I've taken uh, uh, in life. Uh, it is the path to follow after Christ. And there is a responsiveness to this, as the psalmist declares. What's an appropriate thing that I should return to the Lord? He has given to me, I must return something to him. One of them is to return to him an attitude of rest. You know, uh, it's okay to inquire of the Lord, and it's okay even to have those why questions before the Lord. But at some point in our spiritual journey, we have to go, uh, not my will, but your will be done. We have to go, you're, you're, the, you're the king of kings, and I accept that status in your life. Both Lord and Savior, it's a verse in the book of Acts, both Lord and Savior. A lot of people accept him as Savior, but then they um, but we struggle to accept him as Lord. He has made this Christ whom you crucified, Acts chapter 3, both Lord and Savior two functions, and both should exist in our lives, Lord and Savior. So, and then I think the third uh, important um, uh, uh, response on our part is the reward of our faith is to testify um, of God's goodness. Um, you know, the, the uh, um, prophets said, if I keep quiet, it's like fire shut up in my bones. Uh, uh, the, the psalmist said, let the redeemed of the Lord uh, say so. Uh, the uh, the gospels say that if we keep quiet, the rocks themselves will cry out. Uh, Paul said that being in prison uh, it has worked out to my advantage because now all uh, the prison, prison guard know the gospel story. Again and again and again, a responsiveness to our faith is not to be selfish or discreet or private about our faith. I love how people say, well, my, my, my religion is private. Well, uh, your savior is public and your salvation ought to be too, it, you know. And it doesn't have to be aggressive and it doesn't, it's just seasoned with salt. You know, the Bible says our conversations ought to be seasoned with salt. They don't have to be heavy-handed. We don't have to just eat salt all the time. But there should be, you know, seasoned with grace, seasoned with salt. I think that's appropriate. Otherwise, if you lose your saltiness with what shall you be made salty again? You know, that idea. That's an appropriateness of a response. And I, I introduced this devotional by saying that today is devoted to one fundamental thing, and that is that we ought to be in a relationship with God where there is a give and take. And there is no doubt in my mind I take more than I can possibly give. So what I am able to in return, I want to. I want to because it isn't enough. And, and in that sense, it's an unequal covenant. God is the greater and I am the recipient. But, but I ought to. So a reminder of what that psalm says. And then we wrap up our devotional on Pascha. And you should absolutely, you should come to church um, if you're in a city with a father's house church, you absolutely should do that. Community matters. Okay, so, and of course, online matters too. I mean, that is a community too. But if you're able to, 
Think about it. Um, and the psalmist said, what shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? I hope you've got an answer to that question. Let's pray. Father, thank you so very much that you have indeed been good to us. You continue to be good to us. You're unchanging. You're everlasting. Your covenant is eternal. We thank you for that. Father, we pray that we have an appropriate best effort response to that psalmist's question, what shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? Would you teach us to find ways to step out in response in that way, to allow you to rewire us, to be careful to follow after you and to declare your, our faith in you, your testimony to the earth. And we pray that we'll do that with, with maturity, with wisdom, with discernment, and we'll magnify your name in that way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 